Freebooters Network. This is Devin Track from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. In this episode, the hosts are joined by the head geek himself, Terrace Cassidy. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Hi, Matt. And Ashley. Hey, guys. And we have a very special guest today, the head geek from Geek Nation Tours, Terrace Cassidy is with us. Hello, all. Thanks for joining us, Terrace. You're most welcome. We're excited to be here, as always. <laughs> today we're going to take a look at the previews from the Las Vegas Open. But of course, as always, we like to talk about what we've been doing hobby-wise lately. And today we will start with Terrace and Seize the Guest. Terrace, tell us what wow. you've been up to lately. Straight into me. Well, in the hot I, chair. In the hot chair. <laughs> I've done a lot, actually, a lot lately. I've uh, painted my Warlord Titan for Adepticon. Yeah, so I will be doing... Uh, AT or Adeptus Titanicus uh, at Adepticon with uh, a new guest, a, a newbie to GNT Tours, Kelly Cottle. He's trying to take it the front end of this this one. He's going to allow me to play with his Reaver and a uh, couple Warhounds while he has the same on his side. So I've got my Warlord Titan all built up, so that's pretty exciting. I'm really excited about that. I am definitely going to be that guy, though, of course. And by what I, I mean, which guy? Uh, the guy that doesn't know the rules. That's correct. <laughs> I am going to be that guy, the guy that does not root, know the rules. So it'll it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. I'm really excited about it because I'm actually a really huge Epic fan, as you guys know. And I'm really interested on how it plays. And we talked about it, of course, before uh, on, on, I think, was that the last show when I was on? But we, I know we talked about it before, but I'm really excited about that. So I've now, painted up that Warlord Titan. Now, Terrace, did you pick up the Titan Death expansion for Adebus Titanicus yet? What is the Titan Death expansion? Well, as you recall, I don't know if you remember, but when we were talking about the game itself, you were talking about how there weren't, like, campaign rules and stuff like that. Right. That's all in this book. Oh, cool. Okay. When did that come out? Did I? Ah, uh, fairly recently, within the last month, I believe. Oh, I totally missed that. I'm, I'm surprised. Do they so they have a uh, kind of a RPG experience based system that kind of thing? I haven't um, looked at it myself. Like I, I okay. haven't, but I haven't got to crack into it yet. But um, in their preview, they were talking about having um, you know, sort of campaign rules and stuff in there. I don't know if it's you know as deep as you're looking for, but it's you know some sort of a start anyway. Like cool, they're salvaging is... the battlefield and stuff like that. Oh wow! Then, 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 then I would say that there probably is some continuity between games too, because that's yeah. really important for me too. Talking about that's Matt, interesting. Talking about map-based campaigns, you know, things like that. Cool. Is that a GW thing or is that a Forge World thing? Uh, I I'm not sure who, which who's selling it. It's it's just an Adeptus Titanicus book. Uh, okay. The binder looks like it says Games Workshop on it, so it might be right from them. Okay, cool. Mind you, the Adeptus Titanicus rule base is says Forge World inside it, but it's sold sold by GW. So yeah, so I do always the same kind of thing. 
Always confusing. Okay, well, that's great. No, that's I will definitely be taking a look at that and uh, and and be excited for it. Actually, you know what? I'm quite excited for the event itself because it's going to be. I've, I don't think I've been in a team type of tournament for a long time, and those are always highly enjoyable to me. So, so I can't wait for that. So, what are the what are the details of the event you're playing in, uh, or that you remember anyway? Oh no! Hang on a second. <laughs> I can. Get that in my handy. So it's email. a team game, right? It's it's you and and Kelly on one, on a that's, team. That's or? right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the event is called Adeptus Titanicus Team Narrative for wow, this cool. Alliance May. Yeah, so it's a so it'll be a narrative base too, which again, which is what I was kind of up my alley. So yeah, yeah, and I've seen some of the awesome terrain that they've made for it already. Uh, Mateus. Uh, from Gen Con crew has got some pictures up and, and uh, they, it looks awesome. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be stellar on the table, I think. So, awesome. yeah, I'm really looking for that. So what else have I painted? I have I've painted for our event. We do the industry leaders turn uh, industry leaders night, and so I've painted up a uh, uh, Iroquois for uh, flint and feather, a um, Kind of a cultist type of guy for uh, Anvil Eight, and I'm working on my Ice Wizard for Mantic. What else do we got? A couple other miniatures that I'm working on for that. But mostly, I think I've been dedicating my my hobbying time to uh, Kill Team. Actually, awesome. Really, yeah. You know, it is. It is a lot of fun. I gotta say, uh, I've been having a, kind of a GW revival that way. I, I really like the. Uh, we're, we're starting a campaign on that system, so it's really exciting that way too. But it just is. It's just so much lighter and easier. Uh, doesn't feel as gamey as as 40k uh, is like too much game for me. Maybe it's just because mm-hmm. I'm old, but 40k <laughs> is getting a little bit too much old for me. I think I think I have too much game for. I think that's what it really is. I think my brain just can't handle it anymore. What what do I have on this squad compared to this one? But I can I can handle it when it's individual models. So uh, and plus I pl- play Death Watch, so it's only five miniatures on the table. So um, that is a thing of gloriousness for me. <laughs> uh, um, that expansion I did pick up, we are going to use uh, the... Um, what is it? Commanders? commanders? Yeah. Yeah, Commanders. I think that's... Yeah, so we're going to use Commanders. So I've got a Primaris Chaplain, Death Watch Primaris Chaplain, so excited about getting that all painted up and, and beautiful for the table. Um, yeah, it's just... It's been... It's kind of come alive because we've given each people name and history too so nice. that really does me. yeah you know i think that that's what it when it, a game transforms for me is when i can give it give people names and, mm-hmm. and give them history and that kind of thing that's for me now that's what i'm liking as as we've discussed in the past so yeah kill team all the way it's it's a lot of fun awesome so have you been playing uh just in your local game club yeah, well, we play at my place. So, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we've got I've I've have you know whatever twenty five thirty years of forty k terrain. Uh, so it's been really great that way because of course it's a little bit more condensed terrain wise too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been it's been a, a pleasure actually. Are you guys doing like a campaign or just doing just playing some one off games or? 
Uh, well, the campaign's coming. Uh, we decided to put a commander in. And that, yeah. Have you have you done that? Uh, no, I haven't. I just I haven't played any games with the commanders yet. We've just been playing just regular games. It really changes the. It really changes your list building because, mm. of course, you've got only three specialists that you can have in a list, right? Mm-hmm. So if you throw a commander in there, let's just say you throw an Adeptus Primaris, uh, I mean, sorry, a Primaris uh, Chaplain into it. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. He's about 65 points, I think, somewhere yeah. around there. And then three specialists. That doesn't make it get you to the 200 that you actually need, 200 points that you need. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to have quite a few non-specialists in your main list in order to fill it. So... So it's that kind of put us on a little bit of a pause because all of us found the same thing and are like, oh, we want to make sure. You know, it's easy to have three specialists and two uh, non-specialists in your game when you're, you know, doing uh, Death Watch. But as soon as you put the commander in, you need the three specialists, but then you need at least four, you know, four other non-specialists or maybe even five non-specialists. So. It affects how you build lists and how many miniatures you need. So um, I think commanders can be a little bit deceptive that way because mm. if you have a low-cost commander, that means you actually need normally more miniatures in order to, to play a game. Yeah, I noticed that because the commander missions, you know, a normal kill team mission in the base book is 100 points, but a kill team commander's mission is 200 points. But right. then, like an Imperial Guard, you know captain or something is like 50 points so he's you have right. tons of other regular guys that's right that's exactly what i'm talking about now that's mitigated to a point where you can have higher point commanders too. Mm. like like if you get i forget which one is yeah really I, high. I think the kill team captain or something was like 130 points or something like that yeah that's right yeah you get a you get you can get a high cost in commander and that that changes it back to regular but if your commander is fairly low point wise it's it's going to give you it's going to force you to make more, to get more miniatures which is always such a shame when you, <laughs> when, you when you're in this hobby so yeah yeah so i've been really enjoying that I, you know what i think for the first time of in a long time i've really been enjoying building space marines because I've decided that all my Marines will be Primaris, because I like the scale a lot better. Yeah. And I think they just represent Marines better on the table, comparatively to other miniatures. Plus, of course, you have to weapon them out, and then you also have to give them a little bit of history and a little bit of flavor as the miniature itself. So you're looking for different shoulder pads for, mm-hmm. for different chapters, that kind of thing. So, so yeah, I've, I've got a whole bunch of different chapters uh, in my kill team and, and uh, you know, different weapons I've used. Like, for instance, I have a non-specialist that has a... is armed with a bolt gun with plasma combo. Plasma, plasma, plasma combo bolt gun, and I've I've taken one of those hell blasters, primaris hell blasters, and used just that because it just looks cool. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah. cool. Right, so you got to do a little bit. You got to give it a little bit of life on the ta- on the when you're building it too. And I've been really kind of digging that. So that's which is 
I've, man, I, I've, my Lumetra's force is huge, so I thought, oh, I, I'm probably never going to build another Space Marine, but yet here I am. Space <laughs> so, yeah, I, so I think that that's about, I've, I've rambled long enough, I think that that's about where my hub, of course, I've done a little Frostgrave stuff, always that's that's mm. a, a continuing thing over the Christmas holidays, and managed to paint a couple, uh, get my airbrush out and do a couple Frost Giants and that kind of thing, that's uh, also a big ho- hobby love of mine, and, and uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Awesome. Ashley, how about you? I've been working very diligently on my Tyranids. I've played a couple of small games. Um, I've put together so many Gene Steelers, you guys, I can't even tell you. (laughs) So many Gene Steelers. How many Um, many is so many? Like 40? Oh, God. Well, okay, so I've got got 40 Termagants together. 40 hormigons, 40 gargoyles, and now I think I finally have 30 gene stealers. And I'm, I gotta wow. tell you, I'm over the swarm, guys. I'm over it. <laughs> nothing is, nothing is based because I'm trying to paint them before I base them because I'm a nightmare. And so I've been playing with my space wolves who are like, you know, semi retired. Mm. Um, but this week, um, I don't have work on Monday because it's a holiday for some reason for us. And a friend of mine is gonna dust off his IG, and we're gonna we're gonna play. So I'm gonna have my first big time game of Tyranids, except Ooh. I gotta like base them. So <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta whip out the airbrush, put some base colors down, and get these babies ready to be on the on the bases so I can actually put them on the table. Um, otherwise, everyone's going to get blue tacked to the bases, and oh, it's going to be a it's going to be a huge mess. Did Did you do the same route as I did when I did my nets? Did you build everything first and then paint them, or are you did you do those? Uh, I'm sort of haphazardly doing it a little bit at a time. So, like, I have some stuff that's still in boxes. I have some stuff that's just built. I have some stuff that is primed. I have some stuff that is based. I have some stuff that is slightly more than base coated so um they're 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 willy-nilly in stages like whatever i feel like working on um which right now is none of it good that sounds that sounds like (laughs) well i mean i think horde armies are super hard psychologically to get yeah i thought painting 50 space wolves sucked this is worse because (laughs) the hormigants and the termagants are like basically the same model in terms of like painting interest yeah they're like (laughs) and the gargoyles are only slightly different on top of that Uh, Um, uh, and then the gene stealers like they have less carapace but god they're all basically the same and i i don't know I, i i i can't totally like i haven't totally finalized how i like the color scheme yet so like no one is done Everyone's just sort of like in process. So like, I have a bunch of I have a bunch of termies who are whose skin is basically done, and I started on their carapace, and like none of their details are done, and that's like the most finished I have right now. And yeah. it's it's bad. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's hard to get your head around. I mean, I I built my whole army first and then painted it, and it was staggering, just in the in the the psychological 
am yeah. I ever going to get through this type of it's thing? It's exactly then, right, where I am right now. And then, right, you don't want to paint because you just are like, I, I don't know if I can commit to this because this is so, so mind-bogglingly huge. Yeah, my, I don't I, know why I, there are so many of them. What was I thinking? Yeah, my, my advice is to put, I think my advice would be to put everything away except one brood. Because you know what, you got to give yourself a little reward. Well, I've got to put fifteen hundred points of these suckers on bases before Monday, so yeah, you just that's what I I got to I just gotta just gotta do it. And here's the thing: if I like whip out like that Trigon, like he's a big chunky bit of bits. If I finish putting together my second Broodlord, he's a good chunk of piece of of points. Like you know, I can I can whip it out with a lot of points. If I just put my mind to it, like I have a ton of Venomthropes together, I have a ton of Zoanthropes together. Oh my God, Zoanthropes are so good. Can we talk about that for a second? They're <laughs> oh amazing. God. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So I have six. I need nine. Um, <laughs> um, and I need two Neurothropes, I think. Yeah. Are they? Because I'm gonna be that guy. Are they good? <laughs> you mean model wise or game wise? Both actually. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're a great. Model. No, I really like the. I really do like the new models. So I had a bunch of the old Venomthropes laying around, the fine cast ones. Right. So I decided to use those. I think I have five of those. Um, and so the new kit I bought for the Zoes, and they are so nice. They're so nice. Also, I love the Trigon. Why is it so good? Yeah, it's a good model. I put oh, together yeah. my. I put together my Forge World Malanthrope. Uh. Also, got, an awesome model. oh my god, I know his Cthulhu face is so good. I gotta get a mouse scepter. I don't think I have one of those. I gotta get you one of. I, I don't even know anymore. I I, yeah. I can't even keep track of it. You know what I like most about that Malanthrope? I love the sacks on the side because each sack is different. And even have I think isn't there a sack where a guy's hand is trying to push itself outside from from inside like there's somebody even being devoured. you know I don't know for sure but when I paint it I'm sure I'll find out and I yeah, will I will report the, back all those things will pop up yes yes there is sorry is for there? background noise but I need to unmute okay. myself and, and comment on that one <laughs> there is totally a hand pushing out of the mouth right. sack in okay. the glorious all right yeah. I, will, I will double check for that. <laughs> Yeah, and so you don't have... I mean, those big models, though... See, this is how I go about it. Those big models, those got to be your reward because they're such great models to paint. That's why right. none of them are painted. Like, those are all of what's still sitting, and they're just uh, primed. Yeah. They're, just, they're, just, they're just primed. Like, they're for so every, every unit of, like, tiny, like, I hate you dudes, I finish, I'm going to do one fancy yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Or, like, like one, yeah. one unit of I'm tired of looking at you. Um, I'm gonna do like one big fancy guy. So, right. I, yeah, that's perfect because, like I said, like it, uh, for me, if I focus on one brood, get through it, and then I'm like, oh, this is awesome! I just finished a whole brood and they look great. There's a reward, and then wow. you go, then you then you go into a bigger reward by painting something ultra cool like a melanthrope or whatever, and then you go back to another brood. See, I'm not convinced that they're going to look cool because the color scheme isn't coming together like on the models like it is in my head, and it's really bringing me down. I can't quite make it do what I want it to do in my brain. Yeah, but that's not helping. Is is could that be the pre pre finished blues? Because no, no, I've been struggling with this for God, Terrace, like three years. 
Really? Okay. Because oh, so every, every model so I paint, every model, sorry, I, I completely cut you off. No, no, no you're good. No, no, I oh. just, that's how it is. Every model I paint, I always go, this is so shitty. And I <laughs> no, go, no, no, it's not quite like that. I'm, okay. And then, <laughs> then just I, the vision I, in my head is so cool. And like, this is the most ambitious project I've taken on ever. And tell them what your paint scheme very is. First, my very first army um, was demons, where I thought it'd be a super cool idea to do a blue to white transition, not having an idea how hard that shit was going to be. Right. So, like, this is—I mean, this is even way more ambitious than that. And so I'm doing. Oh yeah, I don't, Terrace, I don't know if you know, I'm doing a galaxy theme. Tell me more. Okay. So, so they have um, they have really pale skin, like like that, very slightly off white. Um, and I decided ultimately to highlight that to do like the the wash on them with like a what one of the greens, whichever green is not the more tealy green wash that Games Workshop does. Um, I cut that with like half of some matte medium to thin it even more so it's less intense. Right. Um, and then I highlighted them over with the the white again um and then they're like they're little like i don't know weird skin bits you know what i'm talking about like on their arms where it's like cut open that's purple and then the carapaces are all going to be black with like galaxies on them stars and it's going to be i'm painting nebulas on the wings of everybody i have i have 12 12 actual nebulas picked out so far that I'm going to do on the wings of these guys. I don't know if I'm going to go super extra and do it on the gargoyles too, but I have 12 wings. So I have six guys with wings. They're going to get nebulas on each of their wings. So I have 12 that I've picked out so far. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go all ham out and like do it on the gargoyles too. I'm undecided at this time if I want to really do 80. (laughs) 80 nebulas on, on tiny wings. Um, I don't know how much how much of a masochist I am, but we'll find out. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's the theme. That's the theme. That's what I'm going with. That sounds awesome. Um, oh my god, this is so amazing. hard. It's, it's, it's so hard. I wonder why. It's not like I picked a complicated, difficult to achieve paint scheme. <laughs> I know. Well, so I finally, I finally think I perfected the sponging technique for getting the colors onto the black carapace to get that sort of like galaxy feel. Um, So one step of that is down. So I started writing down the steps of of what I'm doing here as sort of like I go along because, you know, I'm jumping from assembly to painting to priming to basing to assembly to painting to, you know, so I'm like jumping back and forth. I was like, let me write this down. There's 37 steps. (laughs) And that doesn't include anybody with wings. So the wings, the wings are like their own steps in and of themselves because each of them are going to be unique. Because I hate myself clearly. Um, so I tried to simplify it down a little bit. I, I toned, I toned it back a little bit. Like I'm not doing it quite as all insane as I was. Um, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see, we'll see what I can do with it. But yeah, I needed to write it down or I was going to forget what I did and then I'd get mad when I came back to the next thing I'd be like why don't these de- gaunts look like these termies what happened here like <laughs> what happened so, to these dean stealers so you did you have finished some 
Okay. No, I haven't finished anything. Well, no, I, haven't finished, I haven't finished a single one. Have so I have, I have twenty, I have twenty termies that are like two thirds of the way done. So the, the last like ten steps are all estimates based on what I think will happen when it's finally done, like what I think needs to happen in order for them to be considered complete. Um, so they're just like guesstimates uh, on where I'm where I'm going with this. It's a nightmare. Can, can I offer some advice? Please do. And, and I need it not, so much. You, you can take this advice and throw it out the window if you no, so please, desire. Please, please give me advice. I need, I need my, this for myself. My, my advice is finish a model. Oh, finish I know. A test model. <laughs> I know. Finish I have one yeah, model. just one, just one. Anything I have, else? I have tried. Now you got to finish. Probably thirty variations of this color scheme over the last three years. You gotta like when we started doing the show, I was working on this on like the tenth iteration of this color scheme. I remember. Okay. I remember yeah, and I threw all of those out the window and started again. Well, that's okay, but, but this you, is the paint scheme that will haunt me until I die. But in order to get you satisfied, in order to say this is this is possible, you need to finish one to the, to the point that you're saying, okay, that's cool. So here is my here is what I was doing to trick myself. I, I've not been happy with any of the things that I have done so far. So here is what I decided to do. I'm going to get enough of them painted far enough along that I'm just stuck with it, and I just have to deal, and I'll just make it work. <laughs> that was my actual, right. That's now my plan. Give, giving up is a perfectly legitimate <laughs> strategy. It's not giving up. It's more. It's more just like forcing myself to fit, to stick with something and go with it. Um, I have I have enough of these guys painted far enough along that uh, this is it. I am in it to win it with this no. with this color scheme now. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> it's too late. I'm, ta- I've already I'm, started. I'm, ta- I'm telling you. So so, so you, you come. Here's the thing. This is my philosophy on 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 miniature work in general. And then I think that I got to this point only a little while ago. But I'm going to give you this advice. Miniatures are supposed to be fun. Sitting down and painting is supposed to be fun. Oh, sure. You, when you go to the table, to the game, it's supposed to be fun. What? So yeah, I know. <laughs> You're not supposed to be torturing yourself. Yeah, That's I don't know right. about that. You're not supposed to torture yourself through any of those things. If you if you, if you you find when you get to the table, your opponents are not the opponents that you, sh- that you should play with. You should try to get different opponents. Hey, I did find okay, better better gaming all, friends, by the way. I'd like oh, to point that out. There's a, there's a lot of people, different type of so there, and each one has its value. Some people are super competitive. That's cool. Some people like the storyline. That's cool. Find the ones that are going to mesh with you. But when you get to the table, don't don't say I'm painting for the table for, to the gaming table. Your experience at the table should be joy. So try to have joy at the table. And the only way I think the only way you can do it because. Quite frankly, what we were talking about before about not getting to that – me painting a miniature and saying this looks terrible into the very last step, <laughs> I think that that's part – that's actually what you're going through in a huge sense. Yeah. Because, because you're basically you're taking that huge sense of no accomplishment and saying I can't get there because I don't believe I've got what it takes or I, I don't know if I can do this paint scheme. Yeah, well, there's just something know. that's not been working with it that I just is – Pointing my life, but you won't know until you've actually finished a model. Oh, no, you're right. So you're don't right. Put any, put any more effort into, <laughs> into anything else. 
finish one model. And then you All can right. say, you know what? I'm done with this paint scheme. I don't want to do was, it. I was doing it on Rivers because I was tired of looking at Termies. So maybe I'll maybe I'll go grab some rippers and see what I can do. One model. Well, right, but there's you know there's three on a base. Okay. Just finish one. Just, just finish, finish one. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> just finish <laughs> one. Of them. Just finish one singular ripper. <laughs> yeah. It's done. You can probably technically do that before the end of the show. That's right. That's right. I mean, cool. right uh, I mean, now, if you guys don't want me to pay attention anymore, sure, I could do that. Because when I get in the zone, I'm in the zone. You could talk to me, and I, no, I'm, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to, I'm going to participate <laughs> in this in this, in this thing that I do with you guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. No, that's my advice. Finish it. Finish one all the way, because you can't give yourself the the painting blues. And the only way to get the, out of the painting blues is to finish a model and say, okay, it works. Or get to the model and say, you know what? This paint scheme doesn't work. You're going to get an email from me in like six hours, and it's going to say, you're right, and that's it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I, well I, already, I already know. I, I, I have preached to Ashley. Who's, <laughs> who, who can I preach to next? <laughs> No, actually, what else do you what else do you do it? That's kind of it. I mean, this has been well, consuming her life. Yeah, no, I've been well, I've been I've been playing and a lot sanity. of I've been playing a lot of board games. It's still tax season, so I'm trying really hard to not be consumed by that, so that I want to cry all the time. Um, but no, it's pretty much it's pretty much been tax season and tyrannids. Um I I don't have any room else for anything in my life right now, unfortunately. <laughs> all right, Jeff, how about you? Oh boy, Matt! First of all, I've had a hell of a week. My computer is dead, so that's why I might I may not sound as as a honeyed voice as I usually do. <laughs> Wait, what? I I usually sound like garbage. All oh, right. Um, I've been preparing for Adepticon, duh. And oh, you guys have been doing that? Mm, my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, right now, right in front of me, inches from my stupid face, are 40 gene stealers. So I understand exactly no. how you feel. Why would you, we can't both do it to ourselves at the same time. I don't have a choice. But the the, 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 the bonus is 20 of these gene stealers have little faces with tendrils on them. So mm. that makes me happy. It brings me joy. Mm, I'm um, into it. So that's... I've been painting a lot of the stuff for our team tournament, which, spoilers, contains 40 gene stealers, so, <laughs> you know, brace yourselves. And I've mostly been doing that and looking forward to being done so I can start work on some gene stealer cult because, oh boy, that stuff looks amazing. Can I tell you, can I tell you, can I tell you, do you know what I bought on Saturday? Uh, a frag drill? No, I brought I bought that super amazing uh, Magus model. Oh my god, uh, so good. I okay, so some friends. So um, I had some personal stuff going on that wasn't super great, and then when I got home from that, um, my friends were like, "We're going out to go to the miniature store, and you're coming. Like it's not optional." And uh, I was like, "Okay, fine." Terrible fine. friends. I guess I guess I'll go pick up some paint for my Tyranids, and I want to paint. And then we walk in the game store, and there's all the Gene Stealer cult stuff. And my one friend was like, "I want this book, I want these cards, and I want this model." And he was like, "You should buy one too." And I was like, "Stab it! I'm not gonna play Gene Stealer cult." He's like, "No, you are." And I was like, "No, I'm not." And then I walked out of the store with that stupid Megas. And then we all went to my friend's house, and we put them together. And so now I am working on a Gene Stealer cult army for Kill Team at the very least. Cause this is my life. 
But here's the good news, Ashley. Mm-hmm. One of the keywords that you'll find on a lot of jeans today called things is I know. tearing it. I know. I'm so excited. And- I'm so excited. So um, I think legitimately when I start, you know, having enough Tyranids based to play with, I will definitely be doing some Gene Stiller cult stuff because the broodlords um, that I have, you know, are, you know, patriarchs and uh, who, who knows? They're so good. And the Megas, oh my God, that model. Can we talk about that model? Cause it's amazing. It is oh, amazing. All the malls are pretty freaking great. I know I'm, I'm going to need to pick up at least a biophagus and well, I have a bunch of stuff I need to pick up for when I do my friendly list for next year. But, the quality of the models and how just interesting and storied they look to be is damn near groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought Gene Seater calls could be more than just the joke they were yeah. in earlier incarnations. And they're really coming into their own. They're so good. I mean, they're just... Oof. And I think, I think Gene's, uh, Games Workshop is doing a really good thing because one of the things I was kind of... Both wanting but also afraid was that they would tie him in too tightly with the rest of the Tyranids. Because that's mm-hmm. an easy win, right? You get you get some Tyranid models, you make them part kind of like an offshoot of the Tyranid army more, and you don't have to put out as much fluff or as many models or as many different types of units. Right. And instead, Games Workshop went the opposite direction, which kind of sucks because you want that integration because it's fluffy and fun but it's also kind of inevitable like they'll get there but they'll get there later and with a much better fleshed out army Mm -hmm. which means that in the long term it'll be a much cooler thing so i'm very much down with this i'm so excited that actually i think is probably going to be what i take for kill team for adepticon is is gene stiller cult I wish I had time for Kill Team at Adepticon I, this year. I have I have some of the models from the Kill Team starter box. I got a whole bunch of Broodlords. I got a whole bunch of Gene Stealers. Like, I got options, and I don't have to buy anything except the Gene Stealer cult book because I didn't pick that up on Saturday because I'm a fool. You can always put that in uh, Necromunda, too, because you can do the, the Gene Stealer cult gang, too. Uh, uh, don't uh, tempt me, Terrace. Don't tempt yeah. me. Yeah. So, you know, I got to say, I, I completely agree with you guys. It's such a weird thing, though, because remember when we were, I don't know, I think we were talking about this quite a long time ago about how odd we have a Gene Steeler cult army book in the first place. Like, it's one of those ones, oh, yeah, that'll never happen, and then here it is. And it's one of their best model-wise. I think it's their, their models are Well, I, I think that's part of because the the fact of the matter is is all the models they've been putting out are incredible, just incredible. Yeah. Like, putting together those termies, I'm over it. I hate them. They're terrible models, and I want them to die in a fire. <laughs> but putting together that Magus, first of all, it went together like butter. The the whole thing is just organized in such a way that every little piece is so perfectly fit. Oh, mm, it went together so great. It had this like she has this like crazy skirt, and the way that those pieces fit together, there's like no issues with seams or anything like that. It just looks phenomenal. Right. And I think that because they are entirely a new model range, every one of their models is great because it's new, and it's using these new 3D um, sculpting techniques and all these other stuff. Like, and they're just getting better at making, I guess, the way they cut the models to put them together, like, and put them on a sprue. They're getting better at that too, I guess. Um, but it's an entirely new army. It doesn't suffer from these "Oh my God, why are these termies so terrible?" syndrome. Um, 
Because they are. They're they're awful. I hate those models so much. I want Aww. I want new I want new Terminator. I want I want new Termies and I want new Gaunts. Like they're mm, I'm over it. So mean, poor poor Termies. They try so hard. They right. do, but you know, I just the the two halves. They don't they don't, like especially because a couple of the ones I have are like the mold was definitely towards the end of its like natural life, and they're a little bit misaligned. So there's like weird gaps in their bellies that I had to painstakingly fill in because I wasn't gonna leave it. And <laughs> I'm over it. Um, but all of these new models are so flipping phenomenal. I, I, I can't. I walk into the store and I buy it immediately because I got problems. You guys know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we're familiar with it. <laughs> yeah. And I would like to say that both Jeff and I were both right in our predictions about the Genius Theory Colts Codex because the frag drill not only builds tunnels for you guys to walk through, but also causes localized earthquakes. The, the only part that you and I were wrong is that we said it will either d- drill tunnels for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for redeployment purposes or do earthquake. And Gay's Workshop said, no, nope. nah, my both. Ear. No, nah, why not my, both? Hold my lager and uh, did both. <laughs> Uh, Which, so, of course, I'm going to have a frag drill oh, on my yeah. list. Yeah. Right? So many cool things. Why is it so cool? And that's the problem. Like, full confession time on my part is I currently have a lot of things already on my dinner plate. Like, I have what a full meal. Now? Like I, even if you take aside like the, the team tournament stuff, I I have a friendly army that I'm not even sure I'm gonna have time to do for this year, so I might need to bring something else, which would be a huge disappointment. But before the G Zero Cult came out, I was already planning another friendly thing for next year, and I ordered some Forge World models for those, and they were delivered to the Renaissance Hotel and then sent back to Forge World because they make a, made a mistake. Um, <laughs> But I also got some, like a bunch of Fortal Custodes I bought two years ago that I, I still haven't had time to to finish up, and now they're they're gonna get they're finally gonna get some 40k rules, so I need to get on that, and I'm gonna have the team tournament list for next year, and I kind of want to get into some uh, some AOS too, and the the, the Night Haunt stuff is just beautiful and fun. I want to oh. play with that too. Why are they so cool? Oh man, Gloomspire everything gets, is too oh my good. God. And there's Titanicus. I have the box. Like, yeah. I have the, the, the intro box set for Titanicus. I want to do that. I am. There's a good chance next year I might just have to either not buy anything or give up some of my plans <laughs> and start selling things because it it's not working out. Yeah, did you I, I, just say that? Not buy stuff. Oh, not buy stuff. Who are you talking to? You can't lie to well, us, JF. We know not, better. And not here's buying the thing. stuff outside of the stuff that I've already okay. planned. Like I'm, oh, we're, we're, oh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about what they sort of uh, they, they, they previewed at the LVO, and I am so glad that as awesome as some of it looks, this is 100% stuff I don't want to buy. <laughs> I need a break. Games Workshop, <laughs> listen, Games Workshop, stop strutting around in front of me in your lingerie with your ball gags and all that. I am tired. I am dehydrated. I need a break so I can get some electrolytes back in my body. Maybe have a meal, get some protein. And then, you know, once once I'm rested, we can we can go back to it. Once you're rested, I, they, they I, drop I, Sisters of Battle. 
Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, and we all know it. Which is fine. It's fine because then I'll be rested. Right, right. But I need, I need, I need to be hydrated yep. again. You guys are lightweights. I'm ready. I'm in. I'm all in. Bring it on. Do you know what I have on my schedule? Probably about the same amount yeah, of crazy probably. stuff that I do. Yeah, do you guys yeah. want to know what's on my on my painting desk right now? Is it 40 jeans theaters? Um, <laughs> That's pretty much what I've got. So so there's definitely 20 jeans theaters, but there's also my um, Kill Team Box guys, the Admech and the Gene Stealer cult. There's that Megas. There's... Uh, oh my god. Is that... No, no, no. That's just Venom Probes. Um, but like... And then and then I've got all the gargoyles. That's just what's on the table. That doesn't count all of the stuff that's sitting next to the table that's still in a box. I still got to assemble. You know, plus I, all those I'm, other minis that I just picked up because they were good looking. I'm I'm not gonna get in a in in a model fight with you. We, no, we no, both no, I'm just have saying. it. I, I understand. Like I I understand where you're at. Like it's bad. Oh, it's, gamer problems. Yeah, right? it's it's the beautiful nightmare of having too many quality models at our fingertips. How dare How... they make these models so nice that we want to buy them all? And just at a time in our lives where we have the disposable income to buy too many of them. Right? Because <laughs> Im- imagine this situation, but you're 13. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't have your first job, you're dependent on an allowance, and you want all of this stuff. That's when you like call up grandma and you're like, Grandma, listen, this is what I want for Christmas. And that's how and I mean that's 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 how I did it. And then I, you have to wait little, till Christmas. Well or your birthday, you know. You know how it goes. It's, it's Grandmas not... are, t- are typically very generous in this regard. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Matt? What have you been up to? Oh tackling in the background. We got a, a couple more of our friends into 40K, so yes. uh, that's been fun. Well, I gave I gave one of my friends a, a demo of Kill Team, and then two weeks later he had a 1,500-point Elder Army ready to play. Yes! I just did this with a couple of friends, too. It's so nice. Oh, it's so satisfying. Um, yeah, so just been playing some games with them, trying to get them, you know, learning the game and, and stuff. Um, not really any painting lately, but... Um, as always, you know, like we were just saying, there's always stuff ready to go. So, um, yeah, just playing some games for me. Nothing, nothing too crazy. So, before we look at the what's going on uh, in the previews from the LVO, Terrace, what's going on with Geek Nation tours? Oh, um, I don't know. Last time we were on, did I announce that we're we've got a new part? I don't think I did. We've got a new partner. Uh, Geek Nation tours is partnered up with Osprey Publishing. Oh. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's we're really excited about it. There's it means a lot of stuff for us, uh, a lot of means to get out to new people, and also the biggest one is to to offer better tours with guest hosts. So I don't know if you guys ever read about anything samurai or samurai religion or ethics or anything like that. Stephen Turnbull is one of the big names in that type of history. Uh, he, he's he's a 
professor, of course, Dr. Stephen Turbo. He's well-published. He knows tons about samurai. And he's going to be on the samurai tour with us, the Sekigahara tour with us in October, walking beside us, talking, giving us you know, in-depth about all things Fuel Japan. So, so this Osprey Publishing partnership has really kind of exploded for us and, and, and has made it all our tours better. Awesome. So, yeah, so we're going to be doing, we're going to go back and take a look at Gettysburg again. We're going to go and take a look at uh, Little Bighorn, uh, Greece, Sparta, and uh, we also have a Italy tour, a gladiator tour to Italy with Danielle Boelli from History and Fire podcast, but that's also an Osprey Publishing uh, tour. And we're also partnered with Osprey Publishing, but also Osprey Games. So we have a Frostgrave tour in Estonia. Oh. So, yeah, in Estonia and the Baltics in, in winter. So uh, basically how Joe – and Joe, Joe's going to be with us, the writer of Frostgrave. He's going to be with us, and we're going to play Frostgrave each night and explore the city and that kind of thing. But he didn't ha- he had his rules set, but he didn't have any fluff he was doing and he went on this quick holiday with his wife to Estonia in the middle of winter and he's like what have I done I I thought it would be nice here but it was snowy and and snowy and cold and he's like oh I've got this medieval city and it's snowy and cold I think I'm going to make that into my frostgrave fluff hmm. so that's going to be one of our tours yeah so we're going to go to Estonia in February of next year Very so cool. Yeah, so anyway, so the whole point is that if you think of we've got this we've got this partnership with Osprey that's going to really make our tours just 100% better. And not to say that they were they're bad before, but uh, I think that they're going to be a market uh, improvement. So that's big that's the big Geek Nation tours um, stuff for us. We we've got a a tour also that we've built. This isn't a Frostgrave one, but we've also kind of uh, gone to kind of a niche market in a lot of ways. We have a tour, a RPG tour to Lake Geneva, and uh, that's the home of Dungeons and Dragons. So basically, we're going to game in the in Gygax house. We're going to Ernie Gygax, his son's one of the few first people ever to play Dungeons and Dragons, is going to be DMing with us. And it's going to be a really small group, 15 max. And we're going to just hang out in bed and breakfasts, go walk Lake Geneva and explore the history of Dungeons and Dragons, go to the old TSR uh, offices and stuff like that. And we're going to uh, have adventures at night and during the day. So it's going to be really an in-depth RPG tour. So if you're a, if you're a Dungeons and Dragons fan, that's a big one. Uh, think about going on that one because it's going to be unlike anything we've ever done before. Very, very, very niche and very condensed and low um, tour participant uh, count. So that's kind of I think where we're headed. Uh, of course, we just released our Gen Con tour, so anybody that's wanting to go to Gen Con, and if you haven't got... I'm going to talk to you about that after the show. Oh, how nice. Yeah, yeah, I said every time I come on, i got to come on more often. Right? <laughs> actually, actually, I thought you discussed this. I thought the answer was Japan. Uh, the answer um, can't be Japan, because Japan's too expensive. Uh, that's, oh. a short, that's a short answer. So, so. And that's true. Here, here that's, 
that is true. Actually, Japan is expensive. It is. Yes. Uh, I'll admit, um, it's it's going to be a once in a lifetime thing. Uh, yeah, that's what Matt was telling me on when we were talking about it after the last show. Oh, it is. Oh, were you guys talking? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We she was debating Gen Con or Japan, and I was telling her I I've been to both Gen Con and Japan, and I I would go to Japan. I've been to neither, so either one will be a fun experience. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think Gen Con is, is going to win. It is expensive yeah. to get to Japan. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, the thing is, the only thing that I would fight fight you on that, or the only one thing that I would would make sure you you contemplate, is that Stephen Turnbull's 20, 71. So I hope that he comes with us for years and years to this. But it, it's it's it could well be a, 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 a trip of a lifetime. So just keep that in mind. Gen Con's awesome, though. There's nothing wrong with Gen Con. Gen, Gen Con's a great show. Yeah. It's big. It's cool. There's tons of stuff to do. So you just gotta. Both both are, you know, completely different. So it's it's almost hard to compare them. Uh, yeah, but, it's a timing thing mostly, and yeah. cost really, which yeah. is what it comes down to, unfortunately. Well, I'll, we I will be happy to have you on any either one of those tours. So, yeah, but yeah, uh, so that's that's just released. We've we've got uh, some cool stuff. It's gonna be a horror th- horror theme. Uh, for Depcon, uh, Gen Con this year, uh, we're going to be uh, partnered with uh, with our usual suspects, the uh, Magic Games for Hellboy, a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, uh, Chaosium for Call of Cthulhu. So it's going to be, uh, and we're going to have uh, other games, than just horror games, but that's that's the theme this year. So, so anyway, damn it, now I want to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be. A, yeah, it would be good for you, Jeff. It's totally Cthulhu based, so um, it's kind of on brand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. I mean, you guys aren't really talking me out of this. You're like definitely talking me into this. Yeah. I never said I was going to talk you out of it. I'm yeah. not there. <laughs> yeah, Cthulhu is. Uh, it's it's that's uh, it, last year it was big enough at Gen Con, but even this year I think it's going to be even more Cthulhu everywhere. Actually, not only at our our tour, but. I think uh, Gen Con's. I, I think maybe did the IP run out, or some sort of strangeness that happened with the concept of of Cthulhu. But because there was tons of Cthulhu games last year at Gen Con. Oh, there. I, that that thing's been out of IP for a long time. Oh, I mean, out. I mean, it's just super popular. Oh, it is. Maybe maybe some oversaturation to a point. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, the, the horror community is working hard to uh, to bring forth the mythos and horror portion of what Lovecraft left to the world to obfuscate from other things he left to the world, like his poetry. <laughs> his racist, racist poetry. Oh, really? That's bad? <laughs> it's pretty oh, bad, damn. yeah. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. It's oh, pretty bad. Oh, no. Hey, JF, actually, uh, Christine will be pissed if I get off the show and not ask you, when's the second book out? Uh, it's coming out in September. Let me just put it to you this way. As, eventually, when I do turn in the final draft and I'm satisfied with it, I will put up a blog post explaining how much of a, a, a nightmare my first two drafts were. And they were just they just weren't up to the quality we wanted them to be. Um, now we're on the right track and we're, we're, we're finishing it up. We have we have a cover. We have everything's fine. We just I just need to make sure that it is a book that is worth my reader's time, and that's that's kind of 
part of the problem with having readers is that now I feel like I owe them a certain level of quality. When no one cared, I could just write anything and it didn't matter. <laughs> well, you know that Graham, uh, I gave your book to Graham. He really loved it too, so... So you oh, gotta no, no, gotta step up, man. You gotta step up. The the, the moment the moment I have uh, I have pre-release copies, I, I will make sure Graham gets one. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, no, I, I I do need to step up. Like there's there's a standard of quality that I need to meet that I wasn't meeting with the the original drafts, and that's why it's taking a bit longer than it should. Also, I have a full time job. Like I have an actual other career to take care of. It, 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 make, it makes things harder. If it's a Lovecraft-based book, you should go insane while writing it. Really. <laughs> it's not Lovecraft-based, but yeah, I am. It is so, difficult. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Very good. That's my spiel. I'm, I'm, I'm. There's lots more to talk about, but that's all I'm going to talk about for now. Just remember that Os- Osprey is in the house. Nice. You can see all the tours that they've got going at geeknationtours.com. All right, so recently there was the LVO, the big tournament event out in Las Vegas, and they did a GW preview there, and we got to see some awesome upcoming stuff for 40K. The first, of course, and probably biggest thing being Shadow Spear, a new box set that introduces some different types of Primaris Marines, some... Snipers, uh, they call them Eliminators. Um, also a new librarian. But I think the biggest thing that box it is the reveal of new Chaos Space Marines. Like, that line that's been around forever is being redone. Awesome. Did you guys see the, check out all the pictures of those guys? I have them up right here. Are they going to be, here's my question. I think that's a big question. Are they going to be primary size or are they going to be regular size? Uh, the Chaos guys? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they, there's no real indication, but I I mean, I would assume since we don't have Primaris Chaos Space Marines yet, as far as we know, they're going to be more similar to the regular Space Marine size. Interesting. It'll be cool to see that because it'll be... It, it, uh, GW has definitely gone, gone in a, a direction that's really interesting with uh, releasing the Primaris's. I think they, I think they scale, they scale better to tell you the truth. Like I was saying uh, for Kill Team, but uh, yeah, they're a great models. So yeah, I was curious if they were going to upgrade their uh, their Chaos guys at the same time. And I think uh, the one most people were talking about was the new Obliterator models, which we see one of. I don't know if they'll be multi part or what, but. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Is that the that the guy with... Yeah, I see him right here. He's crazy awesome. Yeah, he's got the weapons on his shoulders. and. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's an awesome model. And we also have a new Chaos Demon Engine. Um, and they, as they... But they said, you know, sort of in the preview at the end, like, this isn't everything in the box, so... We get some more stuff soon, but it looks like this may be a possibly leading to a, a re-sculpt of most of your Chaos Space Marine uh, line there. Would be nice. They deserve it. Yeah, I, I think they're feeling, feeling their age. I really love that Demon Engine. I think that that's the best model that they released. Uh, uh, motion. It's, there's a lots of motion there that you can feel it kind of being alive. It's a uh, 
uh, it's a great model that that that's the Venom Crawler, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That yeah. thing looks gorgeous. Yeah, that's a great model. It's it's uh, crazy cool. You can see that it almost come, it looks like it comes right out of a book. Like it has that much motion in the miniature itself. It's one of those models I'm going to look at and tell myself for a solid two weeks that oh I'm going to buy it just to paint it and then never really do. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm probably going to be hoping low key that one of my friends is doing a does a chaos army just so I can paint one for them as like a Christmas gift or something because that's the perfect justification to paint stuff you don't need. It was my number one reason for doing commissions to paint stuff that I didn't want to buy, but that I could still paint it. And side bonus, I got paid for it. <laughs> See that works. It worked great, and you know until I realized I wasn't painting anything for myself anymore. Yeah, I think that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to just like using this as an excuse for gifts for fellow <laughs> gamers because then I control. Um, yeah, that's smart. The flow. That's smart. I mean, I don't make money off of it, but I still control the flow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. That's smart. And they also announced they're gonna be doing something they're calling the Battle Sister Bulletin, where we're gonna get regular previews on the Warhammer Community website until we get to the Sisters of Battle Codex. And releases, and we got to see one more model. Looks like some sort of icon bear. Oh yeah, that's the one with uh, the skulls. She's holding the skulls. And the, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the relic. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The one with the skulls, Terrace. Yeah. <laughs> what can you find? Wait a minute! Wait yeah. a minute! You may want to narrow that down. <laughs> uh, the incense is coming out of the skulls. Well, there is no incense, but I mean, I, 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 even the, then. It's not the one with the skulls. It's the one with the it's the one with the the uh, the purity seals. You know the one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touche, touche. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So, what is it? Once a month, or what are they? What's the, when is sisters out anyway? They haven't like, no they point. haven't said when. We have to keep waiting and guessing. Yeah, I mean, it looks like this. Whatever they're going to be doing with this uh, new. Shadow Spear box that's going to be next for 40k. Um, and then maybe after that, we don't know. I, I think I think it's going to be one of those things where they do like a big reveal at Adepticon, right? I mean, that's Probably. what we're hoping, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that is what we're hoping. Because we're all going to be at ground zero for that, so... Yeah, we are. Well, they don't have much time to keep on releasing uh, Sisters Minis anyway. They'd have to do it more a month because aren't we almost a month away from yeah well the battle sister bulletin is just them doing previews it's just previews oh it's not yeah interesting yeah and then of course you're gonna have to deal with uh age of sigmar releases too on top of that right so because they usually don't do those concurrently they usually yeah big releases can you imagine if they started releasing those things concurrently no one would ever get anything done well, but it, it's interesting. They kind of did last week and the week before. Yeah. There was it's, a, I mean, there was a lot of stuff for Age of Sigmar and Night Vault that came out right at the same time as the uh, as the G series called stuff. It was overwhelming. And if you look at how how it goes now, right? Like they they hype up this stuff, and then like they you know so like the last Age of Sigmar was the the Gloom Spire gets right. So mm-hmm. lo- lots of hype. And then they released it, but it was only, it's two weeks of stuff. And then they have everything's out. You know, each week is like 10 things, but everything's out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they move right. on. It's not like, you know, it used to be you get one or two things a week 
for two months. Mm-hmm. And you right. definitely don't overstate their welcome. Yeah, yeah, they're they're ready. They're on to the next one, you know. Yeah, they're at, like I said, like the whole Adeptus Titanicus thing, that book that you mentioned. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. That was just <laughs> that that came out, and then you know, you didn't even hear about it. Um, uh, it also looks it like also- in other non 40k news, they're working on some sort of Age of Sigmar skirmish game, similar to Kill Team. They called it War Cry. Oh yeah, okay. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out with that. And of course, coming up this week, we have the Doom Bull is released for Black Fortress. Which is an awesome model. The... Or Amble. Is... Amble. Oh, yeah. the Amble. Okay. Oh, there's an Amble? I'll have to take a yep. look. Yeah, that's yeah. so. They're doing it in an expansion for Blackstone Fortress. Um. It's just it's you know a whole a whole new little mission, but you get the amble model and looks like some little amble spawn. But long time people you know who were back in Rogue Trader will remember the the amble the insect like creature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then they're going to be doing uh, I think we talked about it on our last show, but they're they're doing armored ambles for Necromunda, which look awesome. Armored ambles? Yeah, yeah, they're going to be mm-hmm. for for Necromunda. Well, they're, are they armored or are they robots? Because they're calling. Oh, them yeah, they might be robots. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're ambots, so they must be somebody saw an amble and decided to make a killer robot that based on the amble. Or the ambles are making their own robots oh, that's for some dumb. reason. That's I don't know much of the lore about ambles. Oh yeah, I see both of them here actually. <laughs> wow, those are great. Those robots are awesome. Right. Those are killer. They look that's that's a lot of amble in a short amount of time. I'm <laughs> yeah, curious right. if they're going somewhere with this. That's yeah, that's crazy. The amble that's... army for 40k. Yeah, they've learned how to use guns. I wouldn't be against that. The fleshy one is no scratch either. That's beautiful. And they got the bugs coming out of from under its armpit. They look yeah. kind of like uh, the Star Trek. Uh, Oh, my track. Where is my track? I can't believe it. One, the earwigs that they put in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They totally look like that, actually. Gross. I was going to say, what you should do if you want to perfect your track is find some kind of touring company that does a Star Trek (laughs) tour and go on that and go to a couple of cons, see how it's like, and learn a bit more about the lore. I I know one that is actually working on the new Star Trek uh, convention tour, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. What a coincidence! <laughs> it's crazy, Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. I love it. Yeah, so lots of uh, good previews from the Las Vegas Open. Uh, we'll, maybe this will lead to those other codexes for the couple other uh, chaos factions. We can only hope. Well, I, I I know, I mean, we 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 all know that the moment they put out Sisters of Battle, they'll be printing money for a little while because oh, yeah. that yeah, yeah, that yeah. is going to sell like hotcakes. But I think we can also kind of agree that if they put out a uh, Noise Marines, Hampers Children, Slanesh oriented army, um, that is also going to generate a lot of noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. See what I did. <laughs> yeah. Because I, they they put Slanesh to bed. <laughs> 
uh, like what almost two years ago, mm-hmm. and it's I mean we've we've had a few things here and there, but it's been very quiet on the Slanesh side. But Slanesh's always been a very popular chaos god with very popular models, and also been one of the chaos gods that people have always been complaining doesn't get its due. When it does get its due, hmm, it's going to a lot of people happy to spend. Yeah, Can I we think... talk about that harp? Yeah, that thing is amazing. Because what? Whoa. What, what, a Slanesh harp? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, have you not seen oh, that? Oh, my goodness. The, uh, what is it, a, a herald, right? Or does it, it is, have its it is, own I'm unit pretty, name? I'm pretty sure it's a herald. Um, so, so it is. It is a a herald, a typical you know demonette kitted out in a you know a very fancy outfit, with a harp that is a dude who is kneeling with his arms up in a V, yeah. <laughs> and he is the harp. It, it looks like it's, uh, and it blows my mind. Tendons or nerves are pulled out to make the strings. It looks. The harp. It looks. It looks like yeah, like they pulled it up like out of him. Yeah, and he's and he's got horrifying and amazing. And he's got a branded. Like his entire back is covered with a branded, burnt in, or flayed out. Oh, it uh, definitely looks flayed. Slanesh sigil. Yes. So, any, like, basically, every rumor about Games Workshop going soft because they have kids' <laughs> books and all yeah. that. Disprove it immediately. Kind of put to rest, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah no, no question they, about that now. They, they're just keeping their heavy hitters for where they belong. Yeah, it's disturbing and delightful. Herald of Slanesh with harp. That's correct. Yes, this is a terrible model and <laughs> awesome at the same time. Yeah, we got wow. you know we got a with that Wrath and Rapture box got a little bit of Slanesh got a little bit of love. Uh, so oh yeah, I mean, the be, themes. Yeah, hopefully there'll be more coming up. Right, they're so nice. And, and I, again, the, I the, used the, to do a mostly Slanesh demon army, and I used I had those stupid, crappy metal fiends. These are such a nice upgrade. I'm a little bit jealous. I don't have that army anymore. Oh yeah, and, and, and the fiends again disprove the idea that Games Workshop went <coughs> fully PG-13 because right. these mm-hmm. things are all titted out. Right. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great models, and they they were due though too. Oh, the fiends were so worse. <laughs> they needed to happen. That's sure. I think the only fiends I've ever seen that were convincing as Slanesh models were the ones my brother painted because his color scheme basically is kind of a, a leather black with uh, Caucasian flesh. So they looked like six-legged um, gimps. <laughs> they were they they were cre- they, they are creepy in a way that truly works with Slanesh. Right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, the, the new ones are the best. So I'm 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 eager to see what else they're gonna do. And I think uh, everybody that's ever had an inkling of wanting to see what Slanesh can be is also waiting for that to happen. I think we were alluding to it all the way through this episode, but G- GW really has knocked everything out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, all their models, are, everyone is like, "Wow, that was amazing." I, mean, it, it, I don't know. Is there any debate online about oh that model could be better anymore? Because almost every model I look at, even if I'm not interested in the in the army, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Wait, did you just ask if anybody was complaining about stuff on the internet? 
<laughs> are you insane? Just, your next question is what? Is there a porn? Is there a porn version of a Carnifex illustration somewhere? Oh boy! Is the sky blue? Do we breathe air? Like, come on. JF can answer all these questions with a very quick Google search. Is it yes? Yes, it is. So did we talk about um, the reveal of the, the Primaris lieutenants that everybody was waiting for? No. Well, not reveal, but the, the teaser. Yeah, so <clears throat> that's one of the, one of the internet like complaint things. we should talk about. <laughs> one of those internet complaint things is that, oh, you know, limited edition models, oh, another Primaris lieutenant or Primaris character. So they did a little video which said, you know, the Primaris lieutenant you've all been waiting for, and it was a preview for Abaddon. A new Abaddon model. Oh. Which, just from what we've seen, of course, looks awesome. I mean, the, the, the details are nice, and they're kind of in line with what we expect, but un until I'm eager to see the full thing. Yeah. Definitely. Because, I mean, obviously, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to look great. But I feel that those teasers don't do justice to what it could be. Also, maybe it'll be a complete fail. Maybe this is after two <laughs> this is years of pretty good, good, good ball. Like they're <laughs> gonna drop gonna the ball go on Abaddon. <coughs> I don't know go that. Online mm. and see that and go. Oh my god! What yeah. they done? I'm gonna go online and bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, my time has come. I can tell the masses the truth about this model. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see uh, how big he is because he's supposed to be bigger than a normal space marine. So if you know, and, and the last time he made him was when space marines were fairly small models. Even just regular space marines have gotten slightly beefed up over the years. So yeah, and again, another model that needed. I mean, as long as up. as long as he's not like the Bellicor of right, right, right. Chaos Space Marines, I think it'll be fine. What's wrong with Bellacore? He's tiny. <laughs> he is. He's yes, wonderful, he but small. he's just so disproportionate well, to everything else. He's like he, kind of funny. He kind of came out at the cusp of when they could start making bigger things mm. easier. Yeah. <laughs> just like the last model that should have been big before they could make him big. Yeah. yeah I mean, those... he's he's amazing. Don't let me don't let me steer you guys wrong. I think it's one of the most amazing models, but he's just so tiny. He's like a baby demon prince. Like he wants to be a demon that... prince when he grows up. He was one of those <laughs> he's last adorable. He's one of those last beefy pewter models they did. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie, I totally have one in the closet that someday I'm gonna paint. But <laughs> uh huh. Hey, he's primed. Ooh. He is assembled Ooh. and primed. You know the paint scheme. Uh, I mean, he's Bellacore, so yes. Galaxies. Yes, I do. Yes, galaxies. galaxies. Everything's going to be galaxies from now on. As soon as I perfect that paint scheme, galaxy everything. Galaxy Space Marines. I'm going to have to make up my own Space Marine chapter uh, to, to give them galaxies. The galaxy be, boys. I don't know, the nebulas. I don't know. The, blo we'll the blood galaxies or the, the galaxy galaxies. skulls. Or... You have to have skull or blood make in there somewhere. It's, it's a rule. Make, <laughs> make a rotten. Uh, galaxy the, the skull nebulas. I don't know, man. The nebula skulls. Whatever. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Well, if there's a chapter two of Galaxy Boys article, you'll hear about it here first. Yeah, because I wrote it. Right. Exactly. Obviously. Oh, Ashley's <laughs> writing fanfic now. Um. What do you mean now? <laughs> 
But yeah, so it looks like we'll be getting some good Chaos Space Marine and some more Primera stuff coming out soon. Um, and of course, if we get any more information about Seuss's Battle, we'll talk about it here. Um, but Terrace, do you have anything else for the listeners out there before we head out? I do not think... Actually, I do. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, uh, our numbers are up. I don't have them right in front of me. But but, uh, <laughs> but I think they're they, right. Yeah. Yeah, they are. No, cool. I, I looked like like last week. There's a lot of people, a lot more people listening, and and so thank you guys. I really appreciate it uh, for putting up with uh, well, mostly with yeah, mostly J, JF. If, if I yeah, I was I was gonna say our you know, numbers are up. I don't remember missing an episode. <laughs> yeah, if anybody missed an episode, it was probably me with my uh, all my nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, well, those are the ones with 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 JF excuses, you know, bulk. Those ones are down, but all the other ones, <laughs> all the other ones are up. <laughs> I've honestly, I've been getting it from every podcast co-host I have right now. Uh, my other co-host described me on another podcast as mostly dead weight. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, that's, that's intense. What did you do to earn that? <laughs> well, it's because. As far as the production of the podcast, I am mostly dead weight. Oh, well, in that case, we're both dead weight. Poor, sorry, Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Up with us. Wow. I know who I am. <laughs> wow. Yes. No, no, no. So uh, thank you, listeners, and uh, please keep listening. And uh, say hello to Ashley and JF at Adepticon. And yes. myself. Mind tell me if we're if there's something we can do to make it better. But because you're not in this year, right? You're you're out. Ah, uh, yes, I am out this year. Oh no! How are we going to record? We don't know what we're doing. Uh, Jeff and we've got Devon. We got Devon last year. Oh, thank yeah. God. Tara, stand in as the missing host for me if you can. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, you know, I'm always. I know you're so busy keeping. keeping Everybody. Uh, yeah, man, you're gonna noise. have to. I, I, I demand that Terrace accompany me as part of the tour it's to a... record an episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I roped you in now. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Bang, dropped the mic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will try. Uh, we will miss you, Matt. Though uh, this is. Uh, it seems like we can't get everybody together in one spot. Well, you're not. Yeah, it's my fault last year. Now it's Matt's fault. Next year it'll be JF's fault. Nope. No? <laughs> he's committed. He's got team tournaments. Oh, I've that's right, tur- yeah. yeah you got to understand, true. 2020 is the 10th anniversary of my participation in the team tournament. I can't oh. I can't be absent from this. this so what is, you're saying is, is that we're going to have to do something special for you. That's what I'm hearing. No, no, not for me. Like, I'm doing, like, my team is going to try to do something special. But otherwise, like, everything's so low-key and something normal. something special for your team for putting up with you? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> That's not false. I'm really getting thrown under the bus. <laughs> you threw yourself under the bus. I just backed over you a little bit. Getting really high roaded here. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's all. I, I will talk no more. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for joining us, Terrace. Always a pleasure. It is. Thank you for having me. And everybody out there, of course, as always, please you know reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know what you're working on what you're looking forward to at Adepticon. 
uh, whether or not you know the rules to Adeptus Titanicus. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>